here we are. This is an unprecedented episode of A Little Time. I am your host, solo host for the evening. Evening? It's, I don't know. It's 11 p.m. right now. So, it's the evening for me. I'm Micah Brucey, and I have already begun to spiral. Diego, my intrepid co-host, Diego Lopez, is in California, and I didn't want to take a week off for the rabid, unbelievably rabid, two to three people who would want to hear this podcast. It's, it's, the, people are banging on my door. It's my door now because I'm the only person in the apartment. So people are banging on my door. Mike, please, please give us a podcast while Diego is in California. Please. We know Diego got a job on Deal or No Deal opening up the suitcases. Please, we need you. And I'm here to say, honey, I'm home. Fucking Christ. But yeah, so I guess, honey, I'm home. I'm here to host the podcast by myself today. Do we think it's going to be good? I don't know. Do I take longer pauses in between sentences because there's no one here to react to anything I'm saying today? 1,000%. I'm looking at the little, whatever you call them, the little, fucking Christ, man. I don't know any fucking words. I'm watching it record on my computer, so I'm seeing that there is noise going in there, and then there are big gaps when I stop saying anything and just think about how someone could be laughing at me, but I'm very alone right now. So incredibly alone. Not another roommate in the house. No anyone else around. People run away from me on the street like I'm a leper. They see me and they go, oh, no, no. And they, and they, and they run. God, I've never been more comfortable than I am right now recording a podcast. I have decided that I would be recording this episode while laying down in my bed. And I'm doing it. I have the whole fucking setup in my room. It really looks like what women on Twitter joke about male podcasters. Like if I take my bed off the bed frame and put it on the floor and just have a microphone and a mixing board and a laptop on my mattress, it's like if a woman took a photo of it and was like went on a date with went home with a guy and this was his bedroom it would go like insanely viral people would be ripping parking meters out of the street they'd be so excited to retweet it you know oh but, but, men in bushwick be having podcasts on their no on their no bed frame or whatever the fuck people like on the internet they would go insane for it. Just setting garbage cans full of paper on fire like it's the end of the Joker. 
people love the Joker, you know? I wonder why he has such a stronghold on culture. Because they're making a second Joker movie. And every guy who kind of looks like they might start beatboxing to themselves on the train wears like Joker paraphernalia. It's really... It's really a character that is held on almost stronger than Batman himself. And good fucking less than five minutes in. I'm already talking about the Joker. Jesus Christ. I need a fucking co-host. Anyway, hope everyone's had a good week. I have. I have a large amount of questions here. And I'm going to get right into them. Let's see. I have an unbelievable amount of questions that I'd like to thank everyone. No. Yes. Okay. I'd like to thank everyone for sending in questions. I really appreciate that. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Let's start off here. Oh, this is a great question. How does it feel to be out there doing stand-up again? It feels really good, mostly. It depends. I don't know. I immediately second-guessed myself. But, no, it feels good. I I have done a few shows in Brooklyn, and they've been, like, fine. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been fucking, I don't know, pretty bad. But this weekend, actually, this past weekend i took a little trip down to baltimore maryland i well you know outside i was in timonia maryland at magooby's joke house but i was opening up for former guest of the podcast shane smith he asked me to come with him down to down to um baltimore and do some time and I very quickly said yes. I, he asked me to go to Atlantic City with him also, but I couldn't. He had to leave at like 1 in the afternoon and I was working. But this, yeah, this last Sunday we went down to Baltimore. And it was fun. It was really great. It was really great. His, he has a great audience. The crowd there was really fun. The... The room was packed, and no, not a mask. You couldn't find a mask if you tried in that room. Oh, my God. People couldn't have been sitting closer and just breathing on each other. It was beautiful. Because that's the, that's the thing that sucks is that, you know, people want to stay safe, and they want to do so- socially distanced indoor shows, which I understand, but it fucking sucks for comedy. It's awful. Everyone's too spread out. No one really wants to laugh. All of the laughter dies quickly. It's like, it's just, it's brutal. But this was really fun. The, the, the place was pretty much sold out. We did one show. We thought there would have been a host. We thought there was going to be a local host. And they were like, oh, no, it's just you guys. So I was the host. I basically just had to walk up and, yeah, start the show, get everything going. But 
But no, I don't know. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. On the way home, we pulled off of the off of we pulled onto the highway after we finished the gig and we immediately ran over a dead deer. Someone had hit a deer and just left it. You know, whatever. You're not going to like you know, this isn't fucking Tommy Boy. We're not going to pick up the the dead deer and put it in the car and drive it with us. But it was, yeah. So somebody killed a deer, whatever, or a deer ran, you know, these fucking morons. They, the deer have to be some of the dumbest animals, especially like size, body size to brain size has to be one of the worst ratios in the animal kingdom because they're huge and they are so dumb like you never see like i mean i don't know maybe i don't live in a place that has enough of them but you never see like a bear that like runs into the middle of the highway and then gets freaked out by the headlights of a car and then stops and just stares at it so a car hits it I'm sure there's been a bear or two hit by a car before. Let's not. I'm not going to talk crazy and say there's never been a bear hit by a car. But a deer is so stupid. They they have big, huge antlers and powerful. I always assume if there's a deer anywhere near me that it's going to kick me to death with its fucking hooves. Hooves, if you're an animal that has a hoof, a hoof, a cloven, if you are a cloven hoofed animal, you are, you should not be eaten uh, according to God and the Bible. Well, more of the Torah, the Old Testament, really. If you have a cloven hoof, you are filthy and you should not be ingested. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. But they, I'm always scared. They fucking freak me out they're like sharp ass hoof you ever seen how big a fucking moose's foot is there's that video that went viral or whatever this last week where somebody it was like a a moose walking down the center divider of a highway and people couldn't believe how big a moose is it's insane a moose is like it's like as big as shack but then four times as deep you know like it's fucking seven and a half feet tall but it's six feet long they're so huge there's some bar down in the east village that has a moose head on the wall and it's real it's like a you know taxidermied moose head and it's so it's five feet long it's crazy it's not five feet long, but it's huge. Three feet long even is insane. And the antlers are like wider than my wingspan. And I'm, I got the, one of the biggest wingspans in the world. I'm kind of a, people don't know this. I kind of have the same exact body type and stature as an NBA player. I have freakishly long arms. I'm almost seven feet tall. I have a size 16 shoe. I can fucking dunk. It's insane how much I can dunk. I can dunk, I can dribble through my legs, I can pass the ball, I have high court IQ, I'm a born leader, 
I'm one of the most improved players. I'm the second most improved player of the year after Julius Randle, obviously. But, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. And on the way back, after we hit the deer, Shane and I, I forgot that we were, I was still doing that. Shane and I, we are driving, and I think we get through, I think we get through Delaware into New Jersey, and we're driving over this bridge, and it's a four, it's four lanes on each side, and then the four lanes become two lanes because two are blocked off, and we're like, that's weird, but it's also like, you know, close to midnight, probably, so we're like, oh, they're probably doing, I thought that they were, you know, we didn't, it was such an unremarkable thing that I wouldn't have, I didn't mention it, but I was like, oh, they're probably doing construction on the bridge, you know, whatever. That's why there's probably a little bit of traffic. And then we keep driving, and then there was like a, we saw what we believe to be the aftermath of a suicide. We're on this bridge, and we, we, uh, we drive up it, and we're at the highest point of the bridge, Probably over like the Delaware Water Gap or something, you know? And at the highest point of the bridge, there's like a silver early 2000s two-door sedan parked. And the door is open on the bridge, just in the middle of the lane, you know? And no one is in it. And a cop is just standing outside of it, looking kind of sad, if we're being honest, and shining his flashlight into the car there's no one in the car and there's an ambulance there and there's no it's you know the ambulance just pulls up but there's no one to fucking grab and we were and it was just like oh some guy i assume it's a guy who killed himself some guy drove his car to the highest point of the bridge parked and then just jumped off the bridge and then we had to drive past it after doing Magooby's Joke House. And I was like, I guess this is the life that I chose. I guess the life that I chose is that driving at a late enough time at night that you see the aftermath of a suicide into the Delaware Water Gap. And the thing about the Delaware Water Gap is... That I have gone down it on a tube a bunch of times. And I always think of it as a positive place. You know, I go I go down there on a tube and that's it. One time I was going down the Delaware Water Gap on a tube and I pissed while I was sitting in the tube, which was I thought was kind of funny. But I passed a kidney stone while I was pissing. On the Delaware Water Gap in a tube. And that was one of the more painful things I've done in my life. Was pushing a piece of a calcified rock out of my pee hole while laying, basically laying on my back into the air. Because I took a piss and everyone's like, why is it so dark? My friend saw my piss, you know. And he goes, why is your piss so dark? And I go, I don't know. And then, a, and then a rock shot out of my penis into the fucking river. And and I didn't like it. I'll say that. I didn't like 
I didn't like. Pa- I've passed a kidney stone a couple times, maybe three times in my life before I discovered drinking water regularly. And if you know, between you and I, it's just you and I here. This is kind of like a sexy little date, isn't it? Anyway, between you and I, I don't drink enough water. I like. I'd like to, but water doesn't taste like Coke Zero. You know, water doesn't taste like Tropical Red Bull. So I'd like to keep drinking those instead, but I got to drink water too. So anyway, yeah, Shane and I saw a guy, uh, we saw the aftermath of a suicide after doing a fun comedy show in Baltimore. It was really fun. I don't know. It was so nice doing comedy for like people who want to hear it in a place that regularly has comedy and there's a lot of people who are there on purpose is so, <laughs> you know, it sounds crazy to say that, but it's so much fun. Like going to a comedy club where people know why they're there and want you to, they want you to do well. They don't want to have a bad night. They go and they pay whatever, 20 bucks for the show and then have to buy two drinks and they're there on a Sunday night. Like it's. They're there on purpose. It's not like some fucking bar in Bushwick where there's like eight people and they hate that comedy is happening. And most of the other people there are comedians hanging out and it's just bad. The the audience is having a bad time. The comedians are having a bad time. The bar is having a bad time. The New York Knicks had a bad time. And it's just not good. But doing comedy at a place where they want you to do it and are excited that you're doing it is really fun. After the show, we, you know, people want to like meet Shane and take photos of them and shit. And I was there with them. <laughs> so I just kind of like stood, I stood off to the side cause I didn't want to just be like, all right, I'm going to go fucking hide in the whatever in the, in the green room, which was just the whatever. There's a room off to the side in Magoobies. But I was kind of standing off to the side because, you know, I don't want to fucking get in his way or or try to, like, steal any of the shine. But there were a few people who wanted to take photos with the both of us. And I was like, that's really nice. And one guy, I was standing, like, across uh, the the little walkway from Shane. And he was taking photos with this guy. And then afterwards, the guy came and, like, stood next to me because I was kind of leaning on a counter. And he looks at me after a minute and goes, well, why not? And then turns and just takes a selfie with me like, uh, why not? I'll take it with this fucking loser. I'll take a photo with this loser who opened for Shane. And here's the thing. I am a loser, but this guy doesn't know that. I just came and did comedy for like, I just did 20 minutes of comedy or whatever and had a good set. Other people wanted to take photos with me. He wanted to take photos with the guy who asked me to do the show. So there has to be some level of me being there on purpose. And he said, he said, well, why not? Like, like he was at a restaurant and the server asked if he wanted to add like avocado to his sandwich. 
And you're like, oh, yeah, why not? Well, why not? Yeah, I'll add avocado to my sandwich. Yeah, I'll take a photo with this fucking guy. Like, oh, it was so, like, if I, if I, I think it's a thing where if I had had a worse set or if I was in a bad mood, I would have, like, it would have bothered me so much that he said that. But. I just thought it was so fucking funny that this guy was like, well, why not? And <laughs> just took a photo with me. God, I saw a couple of photos of myself from that show. And it's so insane. Like, I didn't know. Because, like, some, you know, people, people don't care about what, I don't know. Like, I'm so freaked out and in my head about, like, touching anyone at all. Just in a way that's, like... Like a, like putting my arm around a woman that and she didn't want me to. So then every photo of me, I look like I'm fucking frozen. There's a photo where a woman put her arm around me and then I, so I put my arm around her because she'd already did it. But I'm gripping the counter like I'm about to fall off. Like I don't understand Earth's gravitational pull. Like I have to hold on to this counter or I'm going to fly away. It's insane. I look psychotic. Like I'm trying to break the fucking counter with my hand. Just, oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I think everyone should stand with a piece of plexiglass in between them. Not because of COVID, just because it makes you the uncancelable man, you know? You don't have to touch anyone and you don't have to worry about if you should or shouldn't. I mean, you shouldn't touch anyone, really. It's disgusting. But what are you going to do? Oh, man. Driving down there, each state we got more south. So it's like we started in New York. Everyone's wearing masks. Go to New Jersey. Not everyone's wearing masks. Pennsylvania, less people wearing masks. Delaware, even less people wearing masks. Maryland, not a person. We went to a Wawa to grab drinks on the way down before we hit the venue. And the oh, there was one woman working that was wearing a mask, and I think that was the only person inside the entire store that had that had one on. There was a guy who was just like I don't know what he I couldn't I like he was too far away for me to really hear what was happening, but he like at one point was sitting on the floor like waiting for a sandwich or something. I'm sure because he was like a kind of fucking like sleeveless shirt really curled brim of his hat kind of guy and i'm sure that was his way of being like oh uh, like you know like guys like that like are fucking awful about customer service shit like they can't wait four minutes to fucking get their meatball hero at at wawa their fucking turkey sandwich from a gas station like shut the fucking loser i don't even know if that's what he was really doing but now i'm really mad at him because he was acting like a fucking loser. You guys think uh, it was cool that Emily Ratajkowski held her baby like that in that photo? I can't stop thinking about it, man. If you know, Emily, uh, we've talked about her like a million times on this podcast. Emily Ratajkowski is that supermodel. And she there's that picture of her baby and she's holding him like a sack of potatoes. And it's like the baby's neck is going to snap or something. And I think it's the funniest photo that's ever existed. Because it's not funny on purpose. But she's wearing like a string bikini and her baby is like dying. 
and I fucking god, I fucking love it so much. It's people are so mad. Let's see. Oh Jesus. Okay, more questions. Is boxing dead since the only big fights now are basically Mayweather versus whoever it was, Logan Paul? And uh, this is a real Diego question. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a Diego question. He would have a lot of really probably insightful and 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 just, you know, more knowledgeable answers than I would. But that motherfucker's not here. So let's figure it out together. Um, I don't think boxing is I don't think boxing has been dead, quote unquote, in America for a long time. No one gives a shit about boxing unless it's Floyd Mayweather or it's a freak show like this. And it doesn't even really they would they wouldn't care if it was the fact that it's boxing doesn't matter to the most of the people that are watching it. You know, it's it's Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fighting. But if it was Logan Paul doing MMA, if it was Logan Paul doing professional wrestling, which he did, if it was Logan Paul playing in the CFL, people would tune in and watch because he's a very popular person. And he's not, it's someone not doing the thing that they normally do. And people love that shit, you know? But I don't know. I think boxing's dead in that no, there's no boxing superstars, especially in America, right? Like, there's no American boxing superstars other than Mayweather, really, as far as I know. But it's the thing where it's like everything is so fractured. Like, Canelo has his DAZONE app. So you can only see Canelo's fights on DAZONE. And there'll be fights of, like, popular boxers that are just on some, like, app that you can or like some streaming service that you can only get through an app so like people who are into fighting into boxing and and martial arts and stuff it's like if diego doesn't know about a fight how would anyone else know about it unless you're like you know really plugged in so i think boxing has really lost its it's since then you know late 90s maybe early 2000s it's really lost its its popularity in america so i think boxing is but this thing it's like boxing isn't dead because it's still happening and it's still making a lot of people a lot of money but the only marquee shit is freak show shit like this you know roy jones mike tyson or or you know logan paul Floyd Mayweather or Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley are going to or it was announced that they're going to have a boxing match and shit. So I don't know. I think people like the the thing is in general for the in culture and in entertainment people want freak shows. They want fucking reality shows. They want dude there's two different scripted television shows in production about tiger king who gives a fuck it was a fucking thing that popped off a documentary series about some fucking weirdos that popped off because everyone was stuck inside the house it's the only reason it exists 
And the only reason it was so popular, yeah, the only reason it exists, but the only reason it was so popular, it would have been a regular true crime documentary. You know, they're not doing a bunch of shows about Richard Ramirez because they didn't have the Richard Ramirez fucking documentary that came out while we were all stuck inside because of COVID. So, yeah, I don't know. I think boxing kind of is dead, but in a in a way that it'll never, you know, it'll never stop. They're, they're not going to stop having boxing. It's like, you know, Las Vegas was basically built on boxing and Frank Sinatra. Like, Madison Square Garden is a fucking boxing arena, you know? It's one of the most famous arenas in the world. And this is not going to, it's not going to, boxing isn't going to stop. But it is also like, you know, what they did is not boxing. It is boxing in in technicality. Like, they did go into a ring and put on gloves and fight each other. But it's not like two highly, tra- you know, two world-class athletes fighting for a prestigious thing that means a lot to a lot of people. Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul did the fucking... Nathan's hot dog eating contest of fighting, you know, like it's a fucking freak show. It doesn't matter. Let's see. I guess I was more passionate about that than I thought. This is by the way. Let's see. Great. This is a quick question from that's a big fucking gap. This is a great question from friend of the show, Mike Czar. Great comedian. You guys should follow him. He's very funny. Uh, We used to work together. He's a great guy. And he said, two-parter, which era of Morrissey would you you most like to fight, and which one do you think you have the best chance against? So I think both answers are, first of all, Everyone's mad at Morrissey again, like, because he's headlining some show in L.A. in next year. And the show is fucking stacked. It looks fucking awesome. It's like Morrissey and Devo and Blondie and Bauhaus and Christian Death and a whole bunch of shit. It looks fucking awesome. And people are mad at Morrissey. And it's like, listen, there's some people that just can't be canceled i'm not even saying what he's what he's done you know he's like a fucking right-wing dickhead now but the guy fucking wrote the queen is dead you know like you there's there's some things that make people unable to be canceled you can stop liking him whatever sure you don't like morrissey because he's a dickhead he's racist very valid points I mean, not liking a musician because they're a dickhead is like you. I hope I hope you like three musicians then, you know, because that's all you're ever gonna like. That's the thing. That's like anyone who was be like, oh, he, this person was rude, or this person is mean. So, yeah, fucking. Sometimes people are mean. I don't know what you want. Like, anyway, but Morrissey is more. You know, he said that fucking shit about Chinese people and not great. But yeah. Morrissey makes too many people too much money and he hasn't done anything that other artists 
haven't done and come back from, you know? He Morrissey's not the first person to be racist. Morrissey's not the first person to become more conservative as they age. What a fucking shock. Maybe, you know, talk to literally anyone in your family. It's probably talk to yourself, you know, unless you're like some fucking fake communist who, you know, thinks that we should redistribute wealth unless it comes out of uh, your paycheck from your marketing job or whatever. Fucking losers. Um, but yeah, which Morrissey would I like to fight the most and which one do I have the best chance against? I think the answer for both questions is Morrissey right now because he's old because Morrissey when he's young is like thin, but he's not like frail, you know, he's pretty, he's live. He is, he's, and he's, and he's pretty quick, you know, he's, he's kind of, he can move. I think right now Morrissey's old and he's fat and he's not going to move that quickly. And he's kind of sick, right? Like he's had to, he's had to cancel a bunch of his tour dates in the last almost decade now because of, of health issues. So I think right now, cause it's like, here's the thing. If I fight Morrissey right now, people on the internet will love me. It's the Jake it's the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, but for fat alternative guys. Like, that's exactly what this is. I'm Floyd Mayweather. He's, I guess, Logan Paul. But yeah, I mean, he's like an old fat guy who wears like, who's probably sick and he wears like Gucci button up shirts and he and he's not, you know, he's no way he can fight. There's no fucking way Morrissey can fight. You don't write songs like you you don't write songs like that if you can fight, you know? You don't you don't do that shit if you can knock somebody out. You know, you write shit that sounds like bulldoze. You write shit that sounds like fucking Sepultura. You don't write shit that sounds like you know, you write shit that sounds like obituary. You don't write shit that sounds like fucking a guy you know, getting a massage underwater. And more, you know, and the Smiths is probably my favorite band of all time, but still, it does sound like a guy getting a massage underwater. But yeah, I think right now, I would like to fight him right now because it would get me a lot of internet clout and people would think I'm a good guy and I could pretend I'm fighting him because he said something I, I disagree with. And I do disagree with a lot of things that he said, but I also agree with all, most of the songs that he's written. So, what are you going to do, you know? This is the thing where I said this is the thing I guess where you separate the art from the artist, but I don't even really care. I think just, you know, if I like your shit, what are you going to do? Like, you know, I was happy everyone fucking was talking about Woody Allen, what a piece of shit he is, but also I never really liked any of his movies anyway, you know? I think he kind of fucking you know, what are you going to do either? You're either the nerdy guy who you can't get later, or you're the guy who gets a bunch of pussy, but you got to fucking pick one. You can't be doing both in the same movie, you know? Which guy are you? Are you the guy who has a weird 17-year-old girlfriend even though you're an adult? Or are you the fucking guy who doesn't know? How to th- Shut the fuck up. You're, are you anxious? You can't be anxious and fuck and have a... Uh, you can't be a neurotic, anxious mess and also have a high school girlfriend when you're an adult. Those, those two things don't match up at all. You know, so I think you're lying about one of them. And I don't think it's the high school girlfriend, Woody Allen. I'm pretty sure that's the thing exactly that you have. So 
But yeah, I think I would fight Morrissey now. And I could definitely win now. It'd be so easy now. He's older and weaker. He'd get winded really easily. I'd get winded really easily too. But I've, you know, I've been in a fight more recently than Morrissey has for sure. Absolutely. I have the best chance against him right now. Or as a baby. If he's like eight months old and I go back in time and I just knock him out, I just fucking slug him. I slug an eight month old. And then people are like, why'd you do that? I was like, oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, what? I'm like, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out one day. Well, I'm saying right now, I have a podcast. You're going to want to. And then I knock out the baby, and then people are like, what? And I'm like, listen, you're going to think I'm crazy, but number one, you're going to want to invest in a company called Apple. It's going to be coming out soon. And number two, after the Apple thing, there's going to be a company called, there's going to be a website. Just remember this word. Write down this word. Website called Facebook.com. They're going to go public one day on the stock market. You're going to want to get in on the ground floor of Facebook stock. You're going to want to get Apple stock now and hold on to it until the year 2021. Or maybe what when was our stock highest, maybe like 2015. And Facebook, you're going to want to get on the ground floor of that and fucking ride that shit as, as hard as you can. And Bitcoin, look at me, Bitcoin. You're going to hear about it in the year like 2014, 2015, and you're not going to know what it is. In the year, as soon as you hear about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, as soon as you hear about cryptocurrency, buy 10 grand worth of Bitcoin, and then you'll retire on that one day. Mark my words. Oh, who am I? I'm a guy who just hit a, I'm a I just hit a baby because a guy on a podcast asked me which of this guy I could beat up. It's going to be a thing, you know, he's going to be in a band. Maybe he's not anymore because I just fucking knocked him out, but. Maybe it's the butterfly effect. By knocking out Morrissey, I changed the world irreparably. Hmm. When I was like 20, I had a DVD-VCR combo. And I was living in my apartment and we had no cable. We had cable for a bit and then we stopped paying it. So then it got shut off. We never paid it. We didn't stop paying it. We didn't start paying it, I guess. We got it. And the only movie channel we got was Stars, which sucked. But then it got cut off. So we just had all these like DVDs and VHS tapes and shit. And one day I tried to, in the DVD VCR combo, I tried to put in a DVD of the butterfly effect. And then it broke the DVD player. And I was like, it's a sign. Oh, it's a sign. Fuck. Okay. Well, I guess I can never watch that movie. Mostly because it's stuck in my DVD player now. It's a bummer, though, man. I really wanted to watch that movie. I don't think it's good, but I wanted to watch it. Let's see. More questions. Have I ever been married? No, I haven't. I feel like if you listen, maybe you don't listen to this podcast and you just ask that question. But no, I've never been married. Um... I never really planned on it. Maybe I will now. You know, I'm older. I date someone who lives in a different country. If we want to be together, I have to get married. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm not... As I've gotten older, most of the things that I was vehemently against when I was younger, I don't really care about anymore. 
other than having kids. I never want to have kids. There was a kid picking his nose and eating his boogers at the restaurant I ate at tonight. It was fucking disgusting. Awful. Just like seeing God on the way down to to Baltimore. We stopped at a rest stop to eat some lunch. And there was a woman who had like four kids and she was pregnant again. And she was having such a hard time like corralling her children to get them out of the rest stop after eating Burger King or whatever. And it was like, why do you want to do this again with more? Another kid? Insane. Like, I don't know. People who have a bunch of kids are, you know. I come from a huge family. People who have a lot of kids are very sick in the head. It's very sick. It's like self-harm at some point, you know? Like, what's the difference between having eight kids and no money and cutting yourself? I don't think there's a difference at all. But no, I'm not married. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not against things as much as I used to be. Marriage is whatever now. You know, I don't hate religion. You know, I'm not like, I'm a fuck. You know, when I was like fucking 16 and... Listen to fucking hardcore bands with upside down crosses on their shirt. I was like, I fucking hate God. And now I'm like, you know, man, life is fucking hard. And whatever you got to use to get through the day without fucking, you know, driving your car to the middle of the Delaware Water Gap Bridge and jumping out, you know, jumping off of it. You got to fucking do, man. Whatever. But no, I'd never been married. I almost got married when gay marriage got... um legalized in vermont i was in albany and albany is like 40 maybe like an hour from the vermont border maybe an hour and a half whatever it's close it's really close to the vermont border and the drummer of my band ben and i we thought it would be funny if we went and got gay married as a joke and you know looking back on it now it's like it's not very funny it's not a very funny joke because like you know, people fought hard for gay marriage to become legalized. And mostly, I'd have to get divorced from this guy I don't really talk to anymore. I haven't talked to him in, like, years. So, like, what if I was just legally married to this guy, Ben, and I had to, like, find him? And then we had to get divorced because we thought it was funny to get married to each other when we were, like, 19. We are going to drive to Burlington... Like, and it's so dumb, like, there is not like a, there's not like a drive through. I mean, there might be, but there's not like a drive through. as far as I know, there's not a drive through wedding chapel in Burlington, Vermont, like it's Las Vegas or Reno or something, you know? There's not a big uh, elopement industry in Burlington, Vermont, you know? There's Ben and Jerry's, there's Bernie Sanders, there's... I don't know, a college, some fucking a store that sells like drug rugs and those tapestries that are all swirly have, you know, fake drawings on them. Like this is these are runes of no, they're not, bro. You made that shit up. If you told me most, you know, everything was made up 50 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, dude, hell yeah, I believe you. I don't know. I'm dumb as shit. That's probably why. But yeah. So never married, almost got fake gay married, and I'm glad I didn't. I I stopped saying gay married, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, awesome. 
the loudest car I've ever heard in my life is driving by. Um, can I weigh Chuck? No, he wouldn't let me. You, there, I mean, I mean, he might, but he wouldn't stand on the scale long enough for it to register. I don't think. But picking him up, he's probably. I don't know. He's not much heavier than a gallon of milk. A gallon of milk's eight pounds. I'd say Chuck's probably eleven pounds, maybe. He's really long. So it's not like he's really long and kind of fat, but he's not like fat in the way that like some cats are fat where they like are so fat that their like stomachs drag on the ground when they walk. So he doesn't have that, which I think is nice. But he is kind of fat, but mostly He's just really long. So, I don't know. I'd say 11 or 12 pounds. If it's much more than that, it would be odd, I think. Like, it doesn't feel that much. So, okay. I want to start watching skate videos. Can you recommend a channel or any videos? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the Thrasher YouTube puts up video parts, people's individual video parts, and full videos every single day. Um, you're going to want to watch Quasi's Grand Prairie and Quasi's Mother, those two, but Quasi's Grand Prairie came out recently, and that shit rocked. Um, what else is there? Classics, you can watch, like, all the Toy Machine videos. You know, you can watch Welcome to Hell and Jump Off a Building. You can watch Enjoy's Bag of Suck. You can watch Alien Workshops, Photosynthesis, and Minefield. You can watch all the old Zero videos are great. Uh, the Baker videos. Baker 4 is good. You know, Baker 2G, Baker 3, Baker has a Death Wish. You watch all those videos. Um, yeah, man, there's so many parts you can watch that really long uh, Dylan Reader part. You can watch that really, really long Mark Sushiu part. Um, that Van's All Right, Yeah, which is just Gilbert Crockett and Elijah Burl. That's really good. Uh, any of the Supreme videos, the Cherry. And I didn't watch that new one, that stallion one that came out. Oh, no, I did watch it, and it was just, like, fine, that one that's shot in, like, Rome. But, yeah, if you can watch either of the Supreme videos, those are really good. Um, Any of the, like, fucking awesome or hockey clips that are up, those are great. Yeah. Uh, also, if you... They're really fun. They do... Uh, well, the, the Thrasher series out there is really good. They kind of follow people not really skating and doing other stuff in their lives, which I think is cool. And the Pocket Skate Magazine series Followed, I think, is good. It's really That's like a day-in-the-life thing, but not as contrived as some other ones. You know, it's not like... Here we are, uh, we, you know, we're walking in the house and somebody's waking up and pushing all the beer cans off of their bed. Like, that shit's fucking whack. But followed, it's just like, oh, we follow this person skating around for a day kind of thing. And those are fun. And they do, like, um, Pocket is is European-based, I think, so it's a lot of different... Like, it's a, it's some American guys and then Brazilians and then, 
euros and all this shit. It's fun. I don't know. It's really good. I always get really excited when one of those comes out. Let's see. Is the Shrek still your favorite sandwich? Um, It's my favorite sandwich at that specific deli, but no, it's not my favorite sandwich. There's a bunch of other sandwiches I'd much rather have. There's a place in Bushwick, East Williamsburg. I think it's Bushwick, technically. But it's called Satan Rising. And they're open, like, I don't know, eight hours a week. They're open, like, Monday. They're open, like, Thursday through Sunday from, like, about 11.15 in the From about, let's see, 11.15 in the morning until about 12.35 in the afternoon, it seems. Seems like they open the door and go like, "Hey, we have three sandwiches. Who who wants them?" And then they close the door again. But their food is so good that I like deal with their fucking awful weird hours. And then, yeah, they're open from like twelve. Like they're open from like twelve to six, Thursday through Sunday, which is like just what do you even do? What? That's not even the enough hours for you to be full time. Like, do you have a th- another job and you make sandwiches and, and donuts on the side as a joke? But, yeah, I don't know. They have, like, an Italian hero kind of thing that's really fucking good. Um, I'm sure there's, like, better sandwiches that I just can't think of right now. But, yeah, Shrek isn't my favorite sandwich. It's a good sandwich, though. I really like it. It's just, if you don't know... I talked about it in my newsletter a while ago. I probably talked about it on this podcast a bunch, but the Shrek is a tofu cutlet with spinach, hummus, and avocado on a roll from Hana Foods in in Bushwick on off the Jefferson L stop. And I would eat one every single fucking day. And now I don't really eat them that much anymore, but I do every once in a while. I like to walk over there and grab one every once in a while. I'll go sit in the park and watch the boys skateboard and see if any women in goofy Bushwick outfits are looking at me. They are. They always are. It's because I'm usually screaming with like a knife. And I'm kind of like, I kind of just like do one of those kind of just like, don't make any sense. I don't really say any words, but I'm just kind of like, and I'm like waving a knife around. So women pay attention to me and it works. I have sex with them all the time. So, yeah, the Shrek is not my favorite sandwich, but I like it. Uh, let's see. Will you stop drinking energy? When will you stop drinking energy drinks? And will it be a medical emergency? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I saw this question when I was screenshotting everything so I could save it. And it did hurt my feelings in a way that I don't think it was supposed to. I think it was an actual concerned question that someone was asking me. And I want to stop drinking energy drinks because it makes me feel gross to talk about it. But I don't know. I have to drink one every week for this podcast. I'm not drinking one this week, though, because it's fucking almost midnight. So I'm not going to drink an energy drink right now. But, man, that would be even more sad, I think. I think drinking an energy drink every week with my best friend on my podcast is kind of funny. Drinking an energy drink alone on a podcast and reviewing it is like, oh, he's lost everything. It's all gone now kind of stuff. Like, it wouldn't, 
it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be healthy emotionally. It's not healthy physically at all, but it wouldn't be healthy emotionally for me to be drinking a podcast, drinking a energy drink alone on my podcast, sitting in my bedroom, and my doors closed even though no one else is in the house. I was it, the AC was running in here before, and I was trying to keep it cool, but still, closing, closing my bedroom door. While no one else is in my house is like a, that's like a sign of emotional unavailability, I think. Or, I don't know, maybe I was just trying to keep my room cool, but it's funnier to say the other thing. Um, Let's see. Mike, now that we're alone, just how smelly is Diego's penis? I've never smelled it. Contrary to popular belief, Diego and I have never had uh, sexual intercourse with each other. Or fellatio. I've never sucked his dick. He's never sucked my dick. I've never fucked his ass. He would never fuck my ass because I'm obviously the top in the relationship. He's like a little fucking, you know, twink bottom. I would obviously be the top. It's insane how much I'd be the top. I would fuck him until I came, you know? Anyway. Uh, watching any wrestling lately, AEW and GCW are popping off at the moment. No, I don't really watch wrestling at all anymore. Um, I never really followed GCW. Uh, AEW, no. I got COVID while watching an AEW pay-per-view, so they are haram in this house now. We don't watch AEW in this house anymore. Because I got COVID watching an AEW pay-per-view at my friend's apartment. Is it my fault for going over there? Yeah, probably. Was it my fault for taking my mask off? Absolutely. Was this four months ago? So I shouldn't really care? Yeah, probably. Am I actually mad at AEW? Not really. I don't really care. But... Yeah, I got COVID while watching AEW, so I won't be, I do not watch it. Also, I realized that I don't really care that much about watching wrestling on my own, but I really like watching wrestling with my friends. So that's mostly why I would do it, you know? It was a, a, oh my God, I'm fucking tired. Anyway, watching wrestling was more of a social activity, you know? And less of a thing where it was like, you know, I wasn't really watching it alone so much. But watching it with friends every week is really awesome. Doing anything with friends, for the most part, is fun. Not heroin, I guess, but I guess, you know what, it ha- probably has to be really fun. People who do heroin probably have a lot of fun doing it because they get really high and they get to stave off their addiction. But, yeah. So, no, I haven't really watched wrestling at all in the past, especially in, in the fucking pandemic. Definitely haven't watched any wrestling. Stuck in my fucking house watching wrestling. No thanks, man. Um, But, no, I know. I'm glad that there's more than just, you know, awful hate the fans WWE content. But, no, I haven't really watched any of it. I've seen a couple, you know. I've seen, like, clips that go viral and shit, but nothing like... I haven't, like, watched a, a whole episode of Dynamite, and GCW kind of feels like, you know, whatever. I don't, you know. A lot of, G- I'll say this, a lot of people in GCW t-shirts at the at the Mad Bull show in the park 
not wearing masks. Really weren't wearing masks in their Game Changer Wrestling shirts. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, let's see. What's the perfect movie slash show to play in the background while you Netflix and chill? So I guess this is Netflix and chill means hooking up with someone. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put on something. You're not going to want to do what I did, which is years ago, I had a, a woman over and we had sex and she stayed over and I had CNN's The 80s on because I really like those CNN original documentaries. They had the 60s, 70s, the 80s. And what happened was, I don't know why, but my TV was so incredibly loud. And I just fell asleep. So what happened was the TV was on the wall and it was just on blaring CNN's The 80s as loud as it can go. And I was just, you know, I came and I just fucking fell asleep. And this woman's just laying in my bed. And they're like, yeah, so Ronald Reagan got shot, kind of. And then I'm just like, sleeping. And she's just laying in there being like, this is the fucking one of the biggest regrets of my life. So don't do that. Don't do shit like that. Um, Something you don't care about missing anything on is probably a best bet. Um, something not too intrusive. Maybe you want to put on something fun like Jeopardy. Maybe you want to put on something like... I'm trying to think. Something that's not going to be... You know, you don't want to put on like Bad Boys 2. I do, I do want to watch Bad Boys 2, but I don't want to have like explosions and car chases happening while I'm trying to have sex with someone because then I'm going to want to watch that. It's more, the explosions in a Michael Bay movie are more interesting than most of the sex you'll have in your life. And that's just true. You you see a bridge blowing up as you drive over it is more interesting than like your half hard penis trying to use it on a woman from Tinder, you know? Like it's not, it's. Bad Boys 2 is an unbelievable movie, so don't watch that. You're going to watch something something maybe you don't have to follow too much. Maybe like, I don't even know. Maybe a Lord of the Rings movie. I've never seen one, but they're long, and they seem to kind of just be long and kind of slow. Any Kelly Reichardt movie, if you can find that, you don't really have to fucking, you know, you don't have to fucking pay attention to those things. It's just a person in a place for a while. I love them. They're great movies, but... Yeah. One time I matched with a woman on Tinder and we figured out, we were like messaging and being like, oh, I live in Ridgewood. I live in Ridgewood too. And we realized that she lived literally directly like on the next block over, like directly. We basically had the same number address, just one block over. And she was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, I just put on the movie Nightcrawler. And she's like, oh, do you want to hang out? I was like, yeah, you want to watch Nightcrawler? Like, because I just started it. So she came over. We watched Nightcrawler for like 10 minutes. We ended up hooking up. And then she got, after we had sex, she got dressed and left. 
and Nightcrawler had not even finished. So I got to watch the end of Nightcrawler too, which I thought was awesome. And that's and then we her and I never ever talked again. And I think that's one of the best hookups I've ever had in my life. She came over, we hooked up, she left, and I got to finish Nightcrawler. Never talked again. A beautiful symbiotic relationship. Um Oh my god, my fucking cat is screaming. Let me throw something at the door so he stops. I think that worked, actually. Threw my crock at the door. It's a foolproof plan, really. Let's see. Going camping. Oh, okay. Going camping slash nature or chilling in the city. What kind of vacation is more mic speed? I actually really like... This is a great question. I realized recently that I like a little bit of both. I like a spot where... You get like an Airbnb kind of close to a place where you can go do stuff, but it's kind of in the woods or you go to like, like say you go to LA, you fly into LA, major metropolitan city, so much stuff to do. There's a, there's a Whole Foods as far as the eye can see and there are malls. But also you can drive, you can go to Palm Springs, you can go to the desert, you can go, you know, you can go over to the ocean. You can you can get to nature fairly quickly, like good nature, not just like, you know, a rocky, a, a lake with sharp rocks and you have to go and get fucking weird water shoes to, to have any semblance of a good time in it. You go to beautiful the beautiful desert you can go stay at the you know you can go stay at the ace hotel in palm springs you can go you go to joshua tree and stay in an overpriced airbnb you can drive down you know you can go to you can go to san diego and then you can drive out to the salton sea and you can do all this other shit like so i like a little bit of both because i don't like like i like to go to a city on a trip, but I don't much, I don't care about the, any of the touristy attractions there. Like, I've been to Chicago a couple times, I've never seen the fucking bean, I've never been to the top of whatever, the, it's not the Sears Tower anymore, that makes me sound old, but, you know, whatever, the fucking big ass building that they have there. What's the point of going to the top of a big building other than looking out? It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I've never understood going to the top of the Empire State Building. So I just go up for a while and I go like, wow, I'm high. I've been on a fucking plane before. See, this shit was like a tourist attraction before most people have been on planes. Before planes were invented. Big buildings were invented before planes were invented. That's it. That's fucking it. People go to the top of the fucking Empire State Building because back then that's the highest you could ever be without being on a mountain. But I've been in a plane, motherfucker, a lot. Not a lot, a lot, but enough. I've been in a fucking plane, which is, I'll say this right now. A plane is higher than a building when it's flying. And that's just a fucking fact. If a building is as tall as a plane is high, that building is not uh, sound. The building is not structurally sound. If it's as tall as a plane is high, 
But I truly have never understood, like, let's go to the fucking Eiffel Tower. The thing about the Eiffel Tower is the thi- it's the Eiffel Tower. You look at it and go, like, that's a marvel of modern architecture. And you look at it and you go, like, it's crazy. And then you go up. Because you're not, like, you go up to the top and it's like, oh, I can see all of Paris, kind of. I can see the top of Paris. I can't see any, like, the thing about Paris or any other place is, like, being in the neighborhoods, meeting the people and seeing the, the, see, what, what's the fucking words? You're seeing the culture of the city. You don't just go, like, oh, man, I can see all the buildings in Paris. Like, who cares? I remember we went, we had a field trip. When I was a little kid, we went to the top of the Statue of Liberty. And guess what we fucking saw? I don't remember. Some buildings? It's like not that interesting to be at the top of a building. But yeah. I guess so I want... But in regards to vacation, I want both. I want to be in a house in the middle of the woods or something... And then I want to be able to go to a someplace interesting enough within 45 minutes. That's a good vacation to me. If I'm in the Catskills and I, I'm staying in a house in the kind of on a mountain or in the woods, and then I can within 45 minutes, I can go and drive and be at like a restaurant. You know, a restaurant that isn't like. Giuseppe's Pizza Cove, and they all it all tastes like fucking Prego sauce and and craft American slices on a on a tortilla. But yeah, I like so I like the nature, but I don't like I'm not very good at relaxing. So after a while, I'm like, okay, let's go fucking like I can't just sit. I mean, I haven't really tried it, I guess, but I don't really like. Went upstate a couple months ago with my friends, and that was great because we were all hanging out. But they were also like, oh, we go hiking. Pardon me. We weren't very far from the hike. So, you know, we went there, went to the grocery store. That's really all you need, I guess. I just like to get out and do, I like to go out and do something and spend $25. That's my favorite thing in the world. My favorite activity is spending $25. And if I can't do that, spending $40. I love spending $40. God, it feels fucking good. Just go out. Get a bunch of fucking weird shit. Go to the grocery store. Get a bunch of shit I'm not gonna eat. Get some fucking you know. Get some edam- Get some hummus. Let it sit in the fridge and then throw it out. I fucking love that big container of spinach. Let it get all wet and soggy. Throw that shit out. Bunch of weird drinks. Get some kombucha that sucks. Get some frozen garden meat and just let it sit in the freezer for eight eight to ten weeks. I love that. That's my favorite thing to do. If I can't spend $25, I love to spend $40. But yeah. Nature near... I I think I prefer... It depends. If it's in America... If it's in like a part of America I've been to a bunch. Like if it's in the Northeast at all, I want to be in nature near a city. I'd rather go to, you know, like Western Mass... Like Western Massachusetts and kind of just stay in a weird mountain town or like whatever. Then go to Boston. I've been to fucking Boston. I don't find it. I don't find it very 
um, enjoyable to go to a city. Like, every time I've been to Philadelphia, just for fun, it's I'm like, okay, I'm here for a day. I'm not going to, like, spend time there unless I'm, like, doing shit. If I'm doing shows or if I'm hanging out with people specifically, then it's great. But to go to a city to be like, I'm going to, this is where I'm going to go to relax is insane. People going on vacation in New York City is psychotic. This place is insane. Everyone's screaming and there's 9 million cars and there's 20 million people and everyone hates you and all the homeless people don't have anywhere to go anymore. So they're all just spitting at you on the street. And there's, you can't, you can barely, you could sit inside of a restaurant starting two weeks ago. And it's and everything's nine thousand dollars. Like to come here on vacation is fucking insane. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's not relaxing. I don't go on vacation to be stressed out. I mean, I I'm always stressed out on vacation, but it's not the point of me going on vacation. You know, I go on vacation to I don't know get my fucking get jacked off in a different time zone. Now that's fun. You're getting jacked off and you're like, wow, it's three p.m. It, it's 6 p.m. In, in New York right now. Pretty crazy. Um, Yeah. All right. What the, how long have I been doing this? All right. That's more than long enough. I love you guys so much. Um, Thanks for listening. I was Micah Brucey. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Micah Brucey. And Diego wasn't here this week, but you can follow him at this Diego Lopez. And you can send us money or uh, stuff in the mail. If you just message us on social media at a little time pod, Diego will be back next week. So you don't have to hear me rambling in my bed while I'm yawning. Um, okay. I love you. Good night. Bye.